praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are we alive in the house? Can somebody praise the Lord? Praise the Lord. This is a day the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Praise the Lord. Shall we have a word of prayer? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for a day like this. Thank you for today being the young people's service, the last one of the year. Thank you for bringing us together to worship under your presence. Father, Lord, we ask for, your, for you to take charge. Even at this hour, we want to hear from you. I hide under the cross that you take charge, that you take preeminence, that you take control. Father, open our hearts, make our hearts a fertile land for you to plant in this world and for us to go without looking back in the name of Jesus. We thank you for all you have done. Thank you for all you will do. To you be all the praise, honor, and adoration in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I want to use this medium to thank and appreciate our Father in the Lord, Venerable Professor Sam Ike, as well as the other priests in the house, and also the congregation for this platform given unto me to share the word of God this day. It's indeed a an opportunity it's indeed what I didn't see coming but I thank God he came today to his name be glorified in the name of Jesus I want to thank God for those planning the church program you know don't take it for granted if you are enlisted or nominated for any responsibility or the other I wouldn't know if they saw all these changes coming in my life. And I was, and I'm today being the one to share the message. And it's not just an ordinary message. I, I will say that our topic today is go in this dynamite. And I think I'm in a better position to share this message today. Hallelujah. Because I have actually witnessed the hand of God in my life. It has indeed been awesome. It has indeed been great. Three years ago, when the election for the young people's president was on, I wanted to behave like Jonah. But the Lord sent a fish that caught me and brought me back in the election venue. Hallelujah. I was careful to leave the church immediately after service when they asked all the church, all the young persons to wait after service. Are you here and you are dodging? You young people, are you here and you are sneaking out thinking you are smart? You don't know, the, you don't know what God has for you in all these activities he's setting up. Praise the Lord. I sneaked out. Unlike me, I forgot my phone. 
on getting to the uh, uh, the hospital gate, I remember that I was on with my phone. Oh, I thought, is this something I could leave? No. So I had to come back. Immediately I was entering, sneaking in through the gate, the priest gate. Every eye saw me. And I was called up on, Chuka, Chuka, where are you? You are supposed to be in this meeting. I came and sat down. Hey! I was shouting. God. It was, it was like a magic. But I know it was miraculously ordained. Hallelujah. And lo and behold, the election was conducted. And by God's grace, I was elected. Ha. I, 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 I was dumbfounded because I never saw it coming. Hallelujah. All these things I'm saying is to lead us somewhere in the part of our message. I didn't see it coming. I felt so unqualified to stand in that position. I was like, God, how can I do this? People were telling me congratulations. They were congratulating me. But within me, I was in a battle. I was asking myself and asking God, God, is this possible? You know, I have to tap myself sometimes to ensure that it's not, it wasn't in a dream. You know, but because I, I didn't expect it coming. I didn't expect it. Though there have been some things and some signs I've seen, but I wasn't seeing it that it will come a, a, through this platform. So, but I want to tell you that today, that God is indeed gracious. Hallelujah. He has appointed you to be a Christian. He has appointed you to be a Christian in the midst of your folks because of a reason. Because he knows you are capable. Hallelujah. Because he knows you can do it. Because he knows his presence is right there with you. Praise the Lord. So go in this thy might is what we shall be looking on today and this day we shall be looking at some points what is this might the scripture is referring us to secondly who spoke this word and to whom is this word spoken to then we are also going to look at what are the circumstances that surrounds this go in this thy might and we will be looking at how do we go in this might. Shall we all turn to Judges chapter 6, 12 to 14. Please, and I will be reading from the New Living Translation. Judges chapter 6, 12 to 14. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Sir, Gideon replied, If the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? And where are all miracles our ancestors told us about? Didn't they say, The Lord brought us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abound us, abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go with this strength, 
King James will say, go in this thy might and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. Praise the Lord. Can you tell your neighbor that the Lord is sending you to your workplace? Tell him or her that the Lord has sent you to your marketplace. So firstly, we shall be looking at the presence of the Lord, which is one of the mights we are looking at this day. Hallelujah. You know, we say might, might, might. What is this might? I want to bring it to us that one of, the, of these might is the presence of the Lord. The Lord told Gideon that he should go, that he is with him. You know, we as human, we rationalize a lot. We check every, ups, every corners to, for us not to make mistake, for us to be perfect in everything we think we want to do. But the Lord is bringing his word to us today, telling us that we need not to fear. We need not to have a double mind. The Lord is with us. Hallelujah. That will take me to Daniel chapter 3 verse 16. Daniel chapter 3 verse 16 is reminding us of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were in Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar molded a golden image and instructed, commanded that every member, every person in that kingdom has to bow down to that image. Hallelujah. And we can see that these men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, We are not careful to answer you. We know that the Lord is with us. Hallelujah. Can you come to this point of realization that the Lord is with you? That is one of the mights the Lord is bringing to us this day. The Lord is with you. He was with Gideon. He was with Moses. Name them. He was with Paul. He was with the prophets that we read today in the, through the scriptures. Why won't he be with you? He will be with you. He has made you stand out in the midst of others. He has placed you where you are today. Not just because of the physical attachments there, but for the glorification of the kingdom of God. But for the expounding of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So do not be afraid. His presence is right there with you. Do not shiver. His presence is right there with you. All he needs from you is to acknowledge his presence. Acknowledge it. The same way you can acknowledge, feel that you are wearing a clothes. Yes, I can come out in the open. Yeah, I can come out publicly. I think I'm okay. The same way his presence is with us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, please let us have it at the back of our hearts. His presence is forever with us. Let us not limit ourselves. Imagine Gideon was a man of valor, but he never knew. 
Gideon was a man that had the salvation of Israelites in the land of uh, 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 in the land of the Midianites, but he never knew. But the, the presence of God was with him. So today is a call of reawakening. In case you do not know before, know it today that the presence of the Lord is with you. And when I say with you, with you individually. Hallelujah. There is nothing he cannot achieve with you. Don't limit yourself. There is nothing he cannot do through you. Yes, we, we hear names like Benihim. We hear many of them, you know, Dunamis, uh, Winners. We, we know the set men there. The same way the Lord can use you in your own capacity, in, your, in our own environment. Hallelujah. So the call today is for reawakening of our consciousness that the Lord is right here with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord told Moses, now go, I will be with you. As you speak, I will instruct you on what to say. And the Lord will go with us even as we go in this might and he will instruct us of what to say and do in Jesus' name. Another topic, uh, another might we'll be looking at today is the burden. Everybody say the burden. Say it again. A burdened heart is a healthy heart. A burdened heart. Today, one of our brothers was leading through the intercessory prayers. And he said that my burden is that I will see the young people on fire for God. Hallelujah. If we don't have a burden, there is no way this work will move forward. It took burden for Jesus to come down to accept, to come down on earth, to come and die for our sake. Because he never wanted any man to perish. He, he, it has been his desire that all man should come to the knowing of Christ. To the knowledge of Christ. He took burden for men of the old to stand out in their generation in their communities and in their country. Today, what is the burden of your heart? Is it just to make money? Is it just to be famous so that when you appear, yes, so-so person is here. Is that the burden of your heart? But can I tell you that all these things doesn't count for you when you meet with God? Hallelujah! All these things, all this physical attachment doesn't count for you when you meet the Lord. The burden of our hearts should be for the kingdom of God to be established here on earth. The burden of our hearts is to see morality arriving in our judiciary, in our system in the world, in our country. The burden of our heart is to see that your colleagues in the office have come to the knowledge of Christ. The burden of our heart should
should be that your fellow colleagues in the school are also knowing that knowledge in you that has brought you close to, the, to God, to Christ. That should be the burden of our hearts. Praise the Lord. Nehemiah chapter 1 from verse 5 to 7. From there we will see how God used Nehemiah to restore the children of the Israelites. It was due to a burden he caught that he prayed. He prayed and asked the Lord for the deliverance of his own children. Can we limit our prayers to, the, to seek God's kingdom first? And every other thing will be attached unto us. Nehemiah chapter 1 from verse 5 says, And said, I beseech thee, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God that keepeth covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his commandments. Let thy ear now be attentive and thy eyes open that thou mayest hear the prayer of thy servants which I pray before thee now day and night for the children of Israel thy servants and confess the sins of the children of Israel which we have sinned against thee both I and my father's house have sinned we have dealt very corruptly against thee and have not kept the commandments nor the statutes nor the judgments which thou commandest thy servant Moses and if we read further down, you see that through these prayers and through this burden Nehemiah caught, the children of Israel were restored back to Christ. So, as I was saying earlier, can the desire of our hearts be to flourish the kingdom of God? Yes, we need you know, money. We need all these physical blessings to cope with. But do you know that we can get all this if the burden of our hearts channels more to God? We don't need to struggle towards them. They will follow us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, brethren, I'm encouraging us this morning that in as much as we are in several places working, in our marketplaces doing businesses, know that the mind of Christ for you there is to flourish the kingdom. It's to go because his presence is, is with you and he needs you to get that burden to reach out unto those souls the Lord has kept for you there. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So another might we'll be looking at today is the knowledge of the Lord. Everybody say the knowledge of the Lord. So we shall be looking at Daniel chapter 11 verse 32. Okay, let me start from verse 31. His army will take over the temple fortress, pollute the sanctuary, put a stop to the daily sacrifices, and set up the, and set up the sacrilegious objects that cost discretion. He will flatter and win over those who have violated the covenant, but the people who know their God will be strong. 
and will resist him. The people who know their Lord will be strong and do what exploits. The people who know their Lord will be strong and conquer their environment for the Lord. And how do we know our God? David, in his own time, was a shepherd. He was railing sheep and so on cattle. And in that, you know, he has encountered a lot of obstacles, challenges, where he was able to tear the mouth of the of the bear. And it came to a point where he was to go and deliver food to his brothers in the battlefield. David went and dropped the food and went on forward to understand what really is happening. David was so much troubled that Philistines will be troubling God's own people. Hallelujah. One, do we see that burden? He was troubled that the Philistines will be molesting the name of the Lord when God has Saul, when God has soldiers, men that needs to stand up on their ground. Hallelujah. David was troubled, but the knowledge he had, you know, made him to face Goliath. Can I tell you that as a spiritual man, you are stronger and you are taller than every challenges you are seeing out there. David couldn't go with the arms of Saul because they are too heavy. David couldn't go with his own IQs and rationality, the way he rations things, because all these things will fail him. But he only trusted who? In the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. We need to come to the knowledge of whom Christ is, because that's only when we can face the world. That's only when we can face the people around us. If we have not come to this point of knowledge, I'm sorry, we may not fulfill this. There are soldiers there before Philistians. Even King Saul was there. But why is it that they cannot face this challenge before them? Meditating in the word of God day and night is key. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, meditation in the, day, in the word of the Lord is key. Having a secret place with the Lord is key as well. Where is that place you can come and commune with God? That is where you build your spiritual man, your spiritual strength. It's, it's unfortunate that in our drama we saw that many businesses have taken away their time. Others we have pleasures of life. Others we are small, subtle encravement of the enemy into our lives because the enemy goes around seeking for whom to devour. And if we are not careful, there are subtle ways the enemy is stealing the strength we, we are getting from the Lord. Every day we come, every Sunday we come to the church service, we are rejuvenated, 
we go back with strength, but somehow it seems we are not still going. There are subtle ways, subtle devices and wisdom the enemy is using to steal them off. But can I tell you that in, if your secret place is strong, you will be strong to face the Goliaths. Hallelujah. So please let us mastermind and build our secret places. These are ways we will have good and raw contacts with God. We will come to know him the more, the, the way he operates, the way he operates with us. Because the way he operates with you might not be the way he operates with me. That's why you need to have your secret place. Hallelujah. For Moses, he used the rod. But for Gideon, he didn't use the rod. He didn't use the staff. Hallelujah. For you, it can be a way or the other, but you need to find that way through the secret place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Awareness of whom we are as well is another might we shall be moving out with, launching out with. The Bible called Gideon, or the angel of the Lord called Gideon, a man of valor. Hallelujah. A man of valor. But let me ask us, Abinishu, does Gideon know that he was a man of valor? So we need to come to this point of awareness of whom we are in Christ. Awareness of whom we are is not your social status. It's not your title. It's not your physical strength. Because your strength, our strength will fail us. It's not how eloquent you are. Because these are what devil presents before us. And they confuse us. But it's about the contents you have collected in your secret place. Paul says in second can we go to second Corinthians five sixteen? So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. Therefore okay, let me read from New Living Translation. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. So earlier, Christ was seen as one unserious man that has come to earth. But he knew what his mission was. He understood who he is in God. And he fulfilled his mission. And likewise, God is calling us to come to an awakeness of knowing whom we are in him so that we will go and conquer the world. Hallelujah. So that we will go and make disciples of all nations. So that we will go and be witnesses in our environment. Praise the Lord. And also I want to point out this thing that yes, we are crying that morals are deteriorating in our environment. 
Let me remind us that Moses was an Israelite and they were in captivity. But God used one of them in captivity to deliver the children of Israel. Gideon was also in subjection with other fellows, his other countrymen in Midian. But God used him, even in that condition, to bring salvation to the Midianites. Today we are crying everywhere. Things are falling apart. God has us in this economy. Hallelujah. God has us in our respective fields. Why are things spoiling? Does it mean we are not actually going out? Does it mean that we are not, we've not understood our place and things are spoiling? These are men that are in captivity God used to turn around things. And today, the Lord will use I and you to change the situation of this country in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This word, we will also be looking at the word, the, who spoke the word and to whom this word was spoken to. In Judges chapter 6 verse 14, we will see that the, the word of the Lord was brought to Gideon. Gideon was one of those in captivity. And today, we are the continuation of the older descendants. Hallelujah. We are continuing from in Udo's era. And today, this word is coming to us again. The word of the Lord, or the Lord is speaking to us this day. Bringing this word for us to move out. So we see the Lord bringing his word to us this day. A call for reawakening. In those days, God used his servants like Moses, Gideon, David, and many of them. But today, the Lord is speaking to us. He's speaking to you and I so that we'll move and go and make disciples of all nations. Shall we look at First Peter chapter 2 verse 9? 1 Peter 2 9. 1 Peter 2 9 says, But you are not like that. You are a chosen people. Hallelujah! Can you tell your neighbor you are a chosen person? You are a royal priest. Okay, let me continue. A holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. So you see that the Lord is, has chosen I. He has brought this word to I and you to take it out. Because he has chosen us to call people out of darkness into his wonderful light. So do not relent. Do not do what? Relent. That was how in the story of the servants and their master, the parable of the talents, when their master has shared the gift to, 
to the servant respectively. You know, one, two made good use of the talents. They launched out to mine, to work with that talent their master has given them. The other as well did the same. They mined, they went, they went out and worked with the talent their master gave them. But one was seeing himself that he was, he didn't have enough. And can I tell you that that would have broken record today if he had gone with that one. Hallelujah. So I don't know how you are looking at yourself today, thinking that you cannot speak, thinking that you, don't, you do not have one special power to make the, the dead to rise again. But can I tell you there is a might in you, there is a power God has invested in you, you need to launch out with. Hallelujah. Don't hold yourself any longer. Go out and the Lord will use you to create and cause change in our environment in Jesus' name. Go out and the Lord will use you to draw souls to the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. Yes, circumstances can come whereby fears can arise. But the Lord is forever with us. Hallelujah. The Lord has promised that he is forever with us. Oppressions will come. Don't think that when you want to go that everything will be smooth. Don't think that it will be salad as people out there will say it. It is not often lateral. Because you are going out to, to contend with spirits. You are going out to contend with the devil himself. Because there are spirits behind every person you are seeing. Whether you like it or not, there is a spirit behind whoever you are seeing. We, 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 there is a spirit behind every action as well you are seeing around. So as you are moving out, they are not welcoming you. They are already prepared for battle. That's why it cannot be smooth. But you have to be strong and be courageous. Hallelujah. You have to stand your ground. That is why it was said the kingdom of God suffered what violence. It is not fighting, but you see spirits fighting against spirits. You see spirits contending against spirits. And who is it that will say a thing and it come to pass when the Lord has not spoken? The word of the Lord is right here with us to go and contend and win. But as we have said and mentioned earlier, we need to understand our stand with God, our position, and be aware of whom we are in Christ. Hallelujah! That's when we will go out and conquer. But know it fully well that there will be circumstances. They will arise. I went into a, a place of work. By God's grace, God gave it to me, miraculously. And everybody will think that it, is, it will be rosy all the way. But can I tell you that the entrance was the beginning of the battle. Hallelujah. Because left for me, I will say I don't know this is how it was. I wouldn't have collected. I would have obtained for resignation. But I understood that the Lord didn't just send me here for sending sake. He sent me in there for a what? Purpose. To bring some people out of light. And you see that some men that have been boasting with powers, with evil powers, today they are applauding 
the, the power of God. You see them encouraging prayers in the environment, in the workplace. And that wouldn't have comfort. And that is why the Lord has sent you out. And that is why the world is coming to us now to go out and make our environment know, know, to know the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. So, be, get prepared for it will not be rosy. It will be a challenge between two kingdoms. But know that since the presence of the Lord is with you, you are, you are victorious in Jesus' name. So how do we go in this might? I've pointed out some of these things by upholding ourselves in our secret places. Having an altar where we communicate with God. Because Moses was a man of altar. Abraham was a man of altar. Even as God told him to live and go to an unknown land, he trusted God and moved in faith. And he built altars reminding him of what the Lord has done and he has altars where he secludes himself to go and seek the Lord's face. So for us to go out, our altars must be speaking. The fire in our altars must be burning. Hallelujah. It must be burning. We need to be we need to make sure that they are on all the time. So it is our role, it is our duty to do that. And the Lord will do his own path in the name of Jesus. So in summary, I am aware that this day, that the Lord will raise men that will go out, that will launch out in their environments. You know, when I was coming out this morning, he made it strong again in my heart that, yes, there will be a change, there will be a shift in, in not a long time. And those shifts will come from you and I. Hallelujah. So we need to allow ourselves to be made use of God. We need to allow ourselves to be vessels in his hands. For him to use to cause this shift in the name of Jesus. In summary, and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should destroy it, but I found none. But can I bring it to you that the Lord has found you this day in the name of Jesus? Shall we rise as we close? Ibuchimo, Ibuchimo, Ibuchanjawuzo, Agarabachiruzo, Hallelujah. I am. 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 I am.
sent before the Lord that I am the one he is sending out. I am the Lord, I am the one he is going out with to cause change, to bring souls to the kingdom of God. If we look deep from where we read, we see that after the message brought to Gideon, there was a constant communion between him and God. Can you communicate with the Lord at this hour to reaffirm your stand that I'm the one he is sending out? That he will use me to achieve his purpose while I live here on earth. Father, use us, Lord, to fulfill this great commission. Father, wherever we think, O oh Lord, we need help. Father, send help in the name of Jesus. Father, wherever we think we need support, Father, send support in the name of Jesus. Father, today we are launching out, not as a usual Christian again, but as a Christian that is going to make others, to make disciples of the nation of God in the name of Jesus. We are stepping out as witnesses of the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for what you have done. Thank you for all you will still do. To you be all the praise, honor, and glorified. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen.